Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Well, it's the Friend Zone. Well, Tim and Guy come to the Friend Zone. Have a good time, yes, it's the friend zone with Tim and Guy, cause making friends is the best idea of all time. Hello and welcome along to the friend zone, a place where you just get to catch up with your pals, you get to say, hey, Tim, how are you? You know, stuff like that. Hey, Guy, I'm good, man. I'm, we are seeing each other in the video format. Um, yeah. Uh, usually when we're apart, it's more like a phone call. But now we're fully embracing the technologies of the day. Yeah, I actually, I quite like the setup I've got. I'm talking to you on my phone, my smartphone. So smart. It's so smart that there's literally a video of you moving around in real time in front of me. And then I've got all of these great letters from our friends up uh, on my computer, which would be off screen for you, Tim, and obviously off screen for the listener because you can't see any of this. One limitation of podcasts, they are, although I think you can have video podcasts, but no one does it. Norm why Mac- would you? Norm MacDonald does. Oh, well, that, yeah, that, I think that's different. That's like a TV show that's on the internet that happens to be put out as a podcast. I li- no, but I listen, I listen to that as a podcast. There's audio for me, but I know that there's a yeah. video of it. It's nice yeah. to have the option. <laughs> Do you feel like you miss out on stuff um, hearing it? Because there's a lot of face stuff going on in that Norm Macdonald live show. Uh, not necessarily. I love, I I just like, a podcast for me is best consumed when I'm walking. Yeah. That's the... That's I the... often, I think about the time in the not too distant future where we'll have like the kind of Google glasses or whatever where there'll be screens on our eyes so we can watch videos just as no. we listen to podcasts at the moment. It's not necessary. Oh, not at all. I'm not saying it's necessary. I'm just saying it's inevitable. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bad thing. It'll be ter- it'll be horrible. It'll destroy us. But will we will, over- will we overcook it and then we'll all go back to like this time? Do you think this is the golden age for technology? Right before it becomes too scary, bro. I reckon we've overshot it already. I think we've already overcooked it. To be honest, I'm like I. You would have seen. I put up on Facebook the other day. I was like, guys, I tell you what. <laughs> I'd be pretty keen to just uh, go into the woods for a little while and just unplug. <laughs> what has anyone done it? What are their thoughts? 
I mean, yeah. there's a there's there's a lovely little town in the South Island of New Zealand called Littleton, which I spent a night in recently, and I am itching to just uh, just go there for maybe like five days. And yeah. I'm developing all these plans. I'm like, oh, because these are some emails I've got to keep up with. I'll allow myself like thirty minutes a day to check my emails and my Facebook messages just to check if there's any kind of virgin bullshit I need to. Nah, to. even that you got to get get rid of that too. I got responsibilities, mate. I got, I got to stay on top of that shit. Yeah, I'm telling you, bit. get rid of all of that. You got to get rid of all of that. Go start working on the boats in the port down in Littleton, and set sail mm. for lands far away. That's what you got to do, Tim. I get it. You got to get your head get a down. Healthy tan. You got to lay low for a while, man. <laughs> <laughs> I do have to lay low for a while. That's great because that opens me up to like committing a massive crime or just doing something about how exciting that is that from. to commit a massive crime? Yeah, man. I don't want to like hurt anyone. I want it to be no, no. A, a largely victimless crime, but just something that's very illegal. Stealing from a big corrupt agency or something, you know, that, like a that, like a bank. Yeah, yeah. A bank robbery. Who doesn't love bank robbers? Uh, bank tellers. They hate them. <laughs> They're so scared of them. I don't know. Or do you think bank tellers deep down have respect for bank robbers? They're like, God damn, I wish I had the nerve. I've got a theory that most bank robbers were bank tellers and they were casing the joint going like, bros, this is so much easier than anyone thinks. Yeah. That's not the stupidest thing you've ever said. (laughs) Hey, it's just like how volunteer firefighters start all the fires because I've got to stop telling people that. I can't even complete this CD. Do you? Has that been something you've been circulating for a little while? I I tell a lot of people that um, the the real arsons of the firefighters they're the ones you got to look out for. Oh god, uh, it's huge, not true. Yeah, yeah. It's huge shout true. out to all of the first responders. You know, listening listening along to the friend zone. This is a safe place for you as well. But stop lighting fires, you fucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I got I got something for you, Tim. What have you got for me? Uh, it's a message sent from our friend oh. Shannon. It reads, "Hello, Tim Tam and Guy Guy. I just wanted to send hey, a little Shannon. Little. So, oh, what's happening here? I'm not talking. <laughs> just <laughs> no, wanted to go, send a little note to you two fine boys after sending over a long overdue donation. I can't think of a more deserving pair. Sacrificing your mental health." To the delight of so many for so long. Truly, I can't thank you both enough for the years of entertainment. I'm sad this ending, but can't wait to see what you do next. You boys have been my shining light through some tough times. Thanks again. And say my name, which I already had done. Shannon. Shannon. Uh, Well, thank you so much. What a treat. Yeah, for your message, Shannon. And it's been our pleasure to accompany you through times both good and bad. Yeah, that's what we're here for. Your friends are with you thick and thin, and that's why this is the friend zone, to carry around in your pocket, in your ears, mm. or, or on a speaker, or in a car, or on yeah. a boat in Littleton when you're escaping a bank heist that you've just pulled <laughs> off with a bunch of teller friends and a bunch of arsonist firefighters yeah. from the volunteer brigade. And you've got to lay low for a while. You've got to lay low with but your friends. still awesome. check essential Facebook messages and emails. Not everyone's in that position. I'm. I'm just saying. Some people, some people need to. Mm. I don't know if I'm one of them. I'm probably not. Rosie writes to us, guy, 
accompanying a sweet $7.26 US dollar donation. Oh, I like how specific that is. Ah, so good. Doesn't it feel good? Timberly Wimbley and Guy Guy, I attended your show in Christchurch on Friday, and I want to say thanks for making the trip to Wild Quake City. I've got a funny feeling I may have read this one. Does it sound familiar to you? If uh, if it mentions my mum burning me for my choice in hat, then yes. Look at you reading ahead. Yep. It sure does. Well, uh, well, hello again, and I'm yeah. sorry to waste everyone's time with that. Just edit it out. No, I refuse. Chris writes, "Dear <laughs> fuck boys, have either of you ever seen the television program Orphan Black? It's pretty good. I give it a solid B plus. But the lead actress, Tat- uh, Tatiana." I've heard Scott Ackerman trip over this name so many times in Comedy Bang Bang when she started coming on. And I would I, I waited for the day when someone <laughs> would send me her name to read aloud for the first time. I was going to nail it and impress everyone. And I've stumbled. Tatiana Mislani uh, is a goddamn legend and from what I understand, a real joy to work with. She plays like six characters and is pretty dope. Plus, the show is five seasons with 10-hour-long episodes, which is perfect for a drama, in my opinion. A real wham-bam, thank you, ma'am. So don't feel like you've entered a long-term relationship when you start the first episode. Looking at you, mad men. <laughs> Kisses and wishes, Christopher Metzger. That's all he said to us, Chris. It's a, a, a guy. That's from Chris. He's I just love, sent us a recommendation. I love that. I haven't, I haven't watched Orphan Black. I, I started watching it. I kind of fell off it a little bit, um, unfortunately, because I think I got coaxed in by the second season of uh, uh, Narcos. Um, I should return to it. It's bloody good. And that Tatiana, I tell you what, not only is she an incredibly talented actor, but by a crikey, I've heard her on a few um, comedy bang bangs, and she is tremendously funny. That's always good. Real good. To yeah. me, I love to laugh, so I don't know what to tell you. I, I, you should check out those episodes of Comedy Bang Bang. That's just unique to me. This uh, is this is the worst idea giving CBB that classic CBB bump. Yeah, I can't wait to see those numbers soar. You're welcome, Mr. Ockerman. Ahoy hoy, man with the golden guy and tomorrow never wimbleys. Ah, oh, a James Bond double header. That's great. That's right up your street. Just a quick message this time, on the off chance you haven't been alerted to the fact that the new season of BoJack Horseman, ah, there you go, almost immediately mm. references a mythical sequel, Poor Blight 3, Till Death Do Us Blart. It's a good thing someone's messaged us this, because we got a flurry of messages, as I'm sure the Mabimbam boys did. Uh, whether you get a kick out of the coincidence or decide on forming a multi-podcast class action lawsuit against Netflix for the Dane Cook-esque joke theft is up to you, I trust you'll make the right choice. Ivan et Nyoj, Guy Incognito. That's an old Simpsons reference. Ivan et Nyoj, join the Navy. Whoosh. Over my head, mate. No, it's when Bart forms a boy band and they sing a song which is secretly propaganda for the Navy and the chorus is these women singing join the Navy backwards. Ivan et Nyoj. Oh, look, anyway. That's a deep cut. Yeah, it is. Uh, well, to you, Guy Incognito, I say this. Uh, we have been alerted to the fact that it happened. I think, Tim, you even uh, made mention of it on your Twitter to say... Uh, I did. It's flattery. 
Uh, oh, so originally I thought it was um, a simple coincidence, parallel thinking, that the podcast called Till Death Do Us Blight, which we do with the Mabimbam boys, um, was, was mentioned. But then uh, it's it sort of... I don't think anyone's at the bottom of it yet, but apparently someone on the writing staff listens to My Brother, My Brother and Me on BoJack Horseman. So it seems like it was a lovely intentional shout-out, which is ah, just amazing, isn't it? That is incredible. Even even if we are um, merely incidental to the shout-out, I, I wear that as uh, truly a badge of honour. 100%. That makes me feel all warm and so... Things like that. Like That's an um, indelible mark on an incredible piece of art that's out there now, and that's... That's there for keeps. They can't take that away from us, guys. Absolutely. Try as they might. I shot When we come out as being bad bank heisters, you. bad robbers, they can't take it back. Yeah, man. Um, I shotgunned that entire season of BoJack in uh, two Did days. You? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Any other further take than that? It's good stuff. Oh, it's good stuff, man. God, I, I don't think there are many other shows on TV who have got that much on their plate constantly and are, like, executing 95% of the time. Mm. It's awesome. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, I, I don't like talking about very specific things that have just come out because it dates this podcast horribly, but Friendzone, it's all right. But, my goodness, that most recent episode of Rick and Morty is is one of the most densely packed, oh, tightly written pieces of TV I've ever seen. I haven't. Uh, I'll, I'm going to watch that as soon as we stop talking. I haven't. I haven't enjoyed that yet. Oh boy, you are in for a treat. Okay, Patrick writes to us. Hey Tim, firstly, sorry for the weird email. My name is Patrick. I flew out to New Zealand from the states on business and was supposed to be at your show tonight, but because I didn't set the time zone on my phone properly, the show had ended by the time I arrived for it. Oh my god, this is devastating. Holy shit. You can't see this, but Guy is aghast. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of yours and Guy's work, and I'm really fucking bummed I screwed up on the one change of... Oh, sorry, Chance, I've got to see your show after listening for so many years. I have to go out to Wellington to do some shitty... To do some shit until the 30th, and often the off chance you all are interested, I'd be thrilled to pick up the tab at a restaurant or bar of your choosing. Oh no. Seriously, anything. Expense account's fucking awesome. If not, no worries. I'll end up sending over some some form of payment over PayPal as soon as I get back to the States. Cheers, Patrick. Oh, God. What, what was the is, date of that? Uh, I don't want to tell you, but I will. 25th of August, and we're recording this on the 14th of September, so that is. Yeah, that, that, that navy boat has set sail. Yeah, that one really uh, slipped through the cracks. That, that bank's been robbed. I'm so sorry, Patrick. He says, well, uh, "Postscript: I swear I'm not nuts or anything. Here's a picture of me and my kid to make it seem a little more normal. I am just bored and bummed. I missed the show. Here, guy, I'll just give you that vision. Oh yeah, a lovely fella, Patrick. Did you say? Patrick. Yeah, well, you can pull the wool over my co-host size, Patrick, but I see straight through that crazy maniacal glare, and you, sir, are a fucking loon. Um, <laughs> Pat, I've got nothing but respect and love for you, man, and you you yeah. seem just like a fabulous well, person. You say you've got nothing but respect and love for Patrick, and then you ignore his, his messages, his cries for help, by three weeks. I'm really sorry. As though to taunt him. I got one for you here. It's- We've got a flawed system before you go on, Guy. What happens is if I see something that smells like Frenzo material, I put a star next to it, and then 
I, I just kind of yeah. move forward in my email inbox. We see. need... yeah, It's not a good system. <laughs> yeah, there's no... Uh, <laughs> no. You're right. It's really bad, the system. <laughs> Whatever works or almost works. What do they yeah. say? Close enough is good enough. Dearest Tiggy Tiggy Timbo and Guy Clops, I've been an avid listener since season one and you boys have not disappointed one bit. My dream... Aww is to become a therapist and destigmatize mental illness. And I recently mm-hmm. took a major step towards the goal and completed a master's in social work. Uh, congratulations, Steve. Nice one. The degree took me four long years as I was working full-time, taking classes part-time and doing internships, all which felt like it was slowly killing me. But you boys helped me wow. get through it. Truly, towards the end this past May, I kept thinking to myself that I'd be done with graduate school before you're done hanging with the fuckboys of We Are Your Friends. That did wonders for my morale. In addition to a donation, I'd also like to give you a farewell gift of what I can only imagine is a picture of who Zuccoli became after the end of We Are Your Friends. Or as I've just realised, this came out in 2012. Maybe it's what the OG fuckboy was up to before James Reed discovered him. Regardless, this link includes all of Zac Efron's scenes in a movie called Liberal Arts. Zuccoli's eight collective minutes in this movie is truly its shining light. With lines like, Alcohol is for suckers. And what are your thoughts on crop circles? <laughs> Skip to 507 if you want to get straight to the weird stuff. Stay sweet and say my name, Katrin. And uh, as promised, there's a YouTube link to Zac Efron's liberal arts scenes as Nat. So, Sorry, was that Katrin? Was that the name? Katrin. Yeah, it's spelt uh, like Caitlin, only if you can imagine instead of an L, if someone took yeah. the top of a, a little L... And they rolled yeah. it round halfway down to make an R. I see what you're saying. Kind of cur- so the st- the first half of it, that vertical stick still there, but yeah. then when you get to the midway point, there's sort of a bend. Yeah, in that if, you, L. if you think of a baby L as an an entirely erect penis, and an R yeah. as sort of a turgid postcoital schlong, uh, you see. know, yeah, then you've more or less figured out how to say Catron's name. Turgid is not an adjective I hear nearly enough in my everyday lexicon. Man, I've been trying to figure out a joke that I can insert the word turgid into because it is such a good word. It's just one of those words that's class, you know? It's very good. Real $5 word, that one. (laughs) Oh, Um, yeah. Top shelf. Hey, great choice on your life decisions that you've made. And um, what an amazing effort getting through all the the night classes Mm. and... uh, um, internship, or what do you call it? Not internships. The, you know, the going and the doing of the thing. What does she call it? Uh, interning. What's now? Nah, what's it called when you kind of intern but you don't get paid? Interning. Was the suggestion I got from you. I thought internships were usually paid. Nah, like man. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. 
Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, Tim, you know I'm a huge advocate for hiring an objective, professional, licensed professional to tell my problems to, so that when they tell me what they think, I know I'm getting it straight. That's where BetterHelp comes in. That's right. BetterHelp have a big pile of professionals to talk to at your convenience online. You've done a bit of therapy, right, Guy? I started doing therapy during, uh, there was a pandemic, I don't know if you remember, and the benefits were immediate and long-lasting. They help give you skills that you can use when you are in stressful or anxious situations. Honestly, it's changed my life for the better. I guess that's why they call it BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash all time today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash all time. Prince word. Internships, they're, they're barely ever paid, especially in the States. They go, all right, you're going to do all of our grunt work for three months and we won't pay you a dime. And afterwards, you might get a minimum wage job with us. And everyone goes, that sounds great. A media company? Oh my gosh, I'm going to be the coolest kid in town. And they go to the bar and they go, I'll take a Manhattan. And the bartender serves them up in Manhattan and they say, that'll be $17. They go, oh, <laughs> I'm really blowing it here. I've got no money because I'm an intern. And then they wind up scrubbing dishes out the back for three long years and they get fired from their internship. But they work their way up the food chain at the local eatery. You know, they go from dish scrubber to front of house to maitre d'. Before you know it, they're a minor stakeholder. They've got a 5% stake in this mom and pop bistro. And they're like, God damn, seven years ago, I wanted to be a journalist. Look at me now. And then they save up all their money and they sell their share and they pursue journalism. But the world's gone by too fast. They can't catch up anymore. So they're just out there alone on the street with their, you know, what they have left of their savings. It's a hard life. <laughs> um, Jessica, K- <laughs> Jessica K, I'm, I'm nothing but impressed. Jessica K sent us 20 bucks US. There's no message on there, and I'm not sure if there was supposed to be, but thank you so much, Jessica. And then that's followed up with a message from Annie. Oh, do you know what? Jessica K, we would have read her message already in the friends. I see it's got a Facebook message here. That is fucking excellent news. Yeah. Uh, Well, do you want to partner it up now? No, no, we've already already read it. Brilliant. This is one of the the flaws in the system. (laughs) Any rights, dear Spindly Timbley and real piece of shit, Guy Montgomery. I wanted to drop you both a line and say thank you for wrecking your sanity in the name of entertainment. As a uni student procrastinating a bit too much, I look forward to driving into uni and listening to my brave boys battle through We Are Your Friends week after week. Also, I was lucky enough to see both of your respective live shows in the Auckland Comedy Festival this year in the live recording of Worst Idea with a couple of friends, and we all loved every minute. 
I've also been dipping my toes into other Little Empire podcasts and have been watching Fail Army and Banter since they came on TV. <laughs> Holy shit. I can't wait to see what projects you come up with next. But until then, good luck with your final watches. Also, out of curiosity, Guy, what would your 53rd best life experience be? If this does make it to the friend zone, feel free to use my name. That's from Annie Smith from New Zealand. Wow, Annie Smith. Thank you so much. Um, My 53rd best life experience. Well, you know, life is a book that is uh, still being written. So... Who's to say? I got those top 52 pretty locked and loaded, but uh, I've never really had to think yeah. so far outside of that experience. I hear you. Uh, I've just got here, so you know, a few more messages, Tim, from some uh, legendary fans communicating all sorts of different takes on the Bojack Horseman uh, intersection in pop culture. Some saying, congratulations. Some saying, you boys have been ripped off. Um, <laughs> all of them saying... We're watching BoJack Horseman and we're listening to you guys, I guess, in do, a way. Do, do you know what, though, Guy? I'm happy to be had in whatever way. Oh, yeah. Hey, I, 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 um, I want to jump in because I don't know how much longer we'll go for. But um, I, I tell you what, I'm swimming in emails over here. I could go all bloody day and night. Yeah. But um, I got a couple of messages, and this came through Twitter as well, of uh, people calling out my absolute nonsense in the last episode of the podcast, being very disrespectful to the trans community by engaging in dead naming when I was uh, talking about the Wachowskis while recounting uh, random rumors I'd heard on the internet about the uh, the making of the Matrix sequels. And I'd just like to take this opportunity to say I apologize profusely for that and any offense caused. Uh, last thing that I, I'd... We'll st- I will speak for Guy. Last thing either of us would ever want to do, and uh, and it won't happen again. So thank you to those people who called me to account for that. Um, this this man will be trying harder. It's sure. a it's a good. Uh, they call that a learning moment, Tim. And you, Indeed. in spite of the fact that you're thick as shit, appear to be yes. willing to learn, which I love. <laughs> You've never let uh, the fact you- that you're slow get in the way of you attempting to wrap your head around things. And a yeah. lot of a lot of less driven people would have, but not you. Would you like a message from Rob? <laughs> would I? Yes. Came thirteen days ago to the day. Great. Hey, guy and Tim, I started listening to you and the McElroy brothers with episode two of Till Death Do Us Blart on a road trip from New Jersey to Florida and back. I started in the middle of season three and recently decided to go back to the beginning, bringing through the series while at work. Oh, binging, sorry. If my co-workers didn't think I was crazy before, my bursts of laughter in a room by myself have most certainly raised some flags. During my joyous time overcoming the mundane, I came across watching you guys spoke about that might shed... Oh, something you guys spoke about that might shed some light. Episode 15 of Season 2, you boys talked about the music of Sex in the City 2 and how uh, Mattress Pikelet King possibly produced it on a MacBook Pro. Out of curiosity, I looked up the Sex in the City MacBook to see what comes up. Apparently, Carrie used a MacBook Pro throughout the TV series when writing. It was used as a promotion to, quote, see what's inside her laptop for the first movie, though the site is unfortunately down, which is a real shame. Oh, sorry. There used to be a promotion. I'm just making up words. No, you're both. doing okay. It, used, it, it was used as a promotion to, quote, see what's inside 
unquote, her laptop for the first movie. I cannot attest to seeing the movie, so my information is scarce, but supposedly there was no presence of a MacBook Pro through the second film, mostly due to the HP brand deal. Uh, that's that's Hewlett Packard for those of you who aren't total fucking nerds like me. Yeah, not which the explains, source. Which explains some of the money involved. HP in Brown Source. She had to ditch it. Found in the second apartment that Carrie rented out because of the poor housing market and just couldn't be uh, bothered to take anything out. The MacBook Pro was donated and sold, disappearing from the city and never to be seen there again. It's quite possible that James Reed of the Feelers could have found Carrie's old MacBook Pro, read through it, and couldn't bear to have it to have it, so he gave it away. Anyway, thanks for your entertainment. Good luck in the future endeavors and hope you guys get together for another project less excruciating on your psyche. Say my name, say my name. Rob Carhill. P.S. I've been saying Rayleigh like Ray Lay. It's similar to how to say my name, Cahill. So screw anyone whinging about pronunciation. Man, I'm, <laughs> I think I'm saying it vastly different to how he's intending me to. Because no, those didn't did, rhyme at all when I said did, them. You did great. Thank you very much for that message, Rob. And I'd never thought that uh, the MacBook Pro that Carrie had to stop using due to promotional reasons could have wound up in uh, James Reed's hands. I mean, that's beautiful, isn't it? What that a is, neat circle that's formed in yeah, our podcast. Yeah, that is neat. So thank you very much for that. Um, here we go. This is a link to an article saying 25th Hour is still the best movie about 9-11. So that sounds dense, <laughs> but there's a, there's a quote at the start of it uh, which says, uh-huh. in an article about films related to 9-11. Uh, hey, hold, press pause for a second. Because this could well, and you, you'd be within your rights for that to be interpreted as highly disrespectful. That is just such a surprising message for someone to send us. I was very caught off guard by that. Oh, no, absolutely. Please, abs- please absolutely. read on. And I have not uh, distributed the information you know, in a very tactful way. So uh, you're, you're right to press pause on that. But it's from The Ringer, which is like a pop culture website. And the quote is, Even the globalism porn of Sex in the City 2, with its awkward tour of the Middle East... Feels like a fantasy that only the 21st century conflicts born of that day in 2001 make possible. Uh, what do you think, Tim? Is the tour of the Middle East in, in Sex and the City 2 enabled by the tragedy of 9 11? No, absolutely not. I, no, I cannot endorse that hot take from the ringer. Okay, well. I, I kind of think the contrary. It's so, um, there is such an exclusion of what's happening in global events from the, from the gals that it's like, it's the opposite. Yeah. It's like, no, it's like Sex in the City 2 happens in a world where 9-11 didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, I can. That's the universe they've built. I can uh, understand that. How did Sex in the City deal with 9-11? Were they on the air at that time? I don't know. How did friends deal with it? Friends, I th- yeah, they must have been on the air, right? Who knows? Hey, Sex and the City was too. Wow. Anyway. Ain't that something. Uh, do you want to go? Have you got an email? I got, oh, is I it got, me? Yeah, I got more. Oh, but. mate. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know how this works, guy. I've do got you? this, all right? Just have a little faith in me for a goddamn second, if you please. <laughs> okay, I'm struggling. All right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dear Pidgeotim and Gyarados. Pokemon. 
Long time listener, first time emailer. Brace Fuck. yourselves. I have a worrying. Gyrodose. Man. Yeah. That motherfucker stopped me from getting through Lance so many times. Did Lance have a Gyarados? Yeah, he was a dragon guy. And all of your Pokemon would be so fucking depleted by the time you got to him. And the Elite Four or whatever they called themselves, whatever garbage name. And you take was out he like the a last one. Yeah, you take out like a Dragonite and something else, mm. and then he's like, boom, like I got three Gyarados level sixty, you know. Yeah. Let's see how you yeah. go. And every time <laughs> I would lose. Truly a great adventure that game. Really was. The first ones. Yeah. The new ones are a bit complex for me. Brace yourselves. I have a worrying thought that could send you each into a deep well of despair. Your goal at the worst idea of all time is and has been to watch the same movie in its entirety once a week for a year, or rather 52 times anyway. Sure, you're familiar with Sandler's team's hijinks, the girls' wanderings in the desert, and the fuckboys' fuckery, but what have you missed in these movies? The average human blinks two points. Oh, God. Every two Who are attempts, you? Reveal yourself. <laughs> the average human blinks every two to ten seconds, or if focused three to four times a minute, the average blink takes around one-third of a second, approximately eight frames in a 24-frame uh, per second movie. Assuming the two of you are focused on the movie per watch, approximately 118 total seconds uh, are missed during blinking in Grown Ups 2. 170 seconds in Sex and the City 2, and 112 seconds in We Are Your Friends. That's a little under 2% of each movie missed due to our human weakness of blinking. <laughs> and, that's if you, and that's if you're focused. <laughs> what are the odds you've blinked at the exact same moment in each of your 52 watches and hence missed that frame of the movie across all 52 watches? A truly chilling thought. Anyway, love the podcast. It's given me... Uh, sorry, has me grinning like a madman while cycling on my commute in the Netherlands. Happy to chuck your monthly Patreon money at you. You deserve it. Looking forward to your escape from the self-imposed torture into your future perspective or combined projects. Please say my name for fame. Sam Sargent. Sam Sargent. Sargent? S-A-R-J-A-N-T. Sargent. Well, Sam Sergeant. I'll hey, tell wait, you this. maybe the J. Wait, hold on. If he's Dutch, maybe the J's soft as well. Yeah, all all those Dutch J's are wimps. <laughs> Not like a hard, Sergeant? you know, Antipodean J's. Wouldn't want to come across them in a dark alley. No, sir, row. Uh, I man, I tell you what, I love that you've done the maths. I think um, if I was in your situation and I felt like uh, poking holes. <laughs> In, in the podcast, I would absolutely embrace that decision and do what you did. Uh, but with all due respect, Sam, uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I have seen every frame, every corner of every frame of every one of these movies, and I refuse to entertain the notion uh, through human error that I've missed anything. Well, and there's a lot of emails left, but I'm, I'm going to save them for another day. And I, I think all that blinking math is just... Frankly, blinking awesome of you yeah. to get in touch with us about. Um, blinkingly great. Hey, look, I've got one more that I'm going to read out before we go. You I ready? would love for that to happen, yeah. Dear boys, you two are kind boys and you are good boys. I'd like to tell you in the friend zone the story of how you brought two friends of friends together through the power of the potty. It was early August 
And I was at the pub watching the footy with friends and their friends. Bears were drunk, goals were kicked, and my ears pricked up when I heard a gent across the table proclaim, for a kiss, a kiss, as always, causing me to stop mid-sentence and yell, A GIFT! After I watched this young lad's face turn from confusion to delight, we started having a bit of a yarn. Well, that yarn's been going for a while now, and it's a bloody good one. He's way behind in the potty, so I won't hear this phrases, but I hope we're still together when he does. So I wish to thank you, Timbo and Guy Guy, for the wonderful things you say and do, and for getting me some of that box office gold. Yours sincerely, Steph. P.S. Also, congrats on surviving all four director's commentaries. That sounded fucking right. <laughs> An accurate assessment of how that day went, Steph. And secondly, so these two are like, they're seeing each other, huh? In a romantic sense? Yeah, yeah. So I would say. That's the implication, isn't it? That's what I got. That's what I interpreted. Absolutely. Oh my God. That warms the cockles of my heart. Yes. And if anyone's had a a worst idea baby yet, they need to get in touch because I tell you what, the, uh, the heady heights of being mentioned through a project we've done on Bojack Horseman is huge. And, and my life will be complete if I know that two people got together somehow through our podcast and then have created new life. That I will die a happy man knowing those th- that thing has happened. Undoubtedly. Maybe can... it could be you, Steph. Maybe it's time Well, let's to not put get, too much pressure uh, on Steph. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Unsheath that box office gold and accept some <laughs> of that molten gold. I don't oh, know. <laughs> we should really... Uh, bail out on this one well it's been a pleasure to see you tim and you kind listener yeah thank you so much for listening and guy it's it's really lovely to see you in your pink sweater and that hat that i got you from japan i love that you've taken to that cat i'm getting a lot of compliments on this cat for those who can't see it which is everyone it's a baby blue and it's got a cartoon peach right in the mid hey tim when's this uh friends are going to be released I'd say probably today. Hey, that's great news. Um, in which instance, I would like to say this. If you are listening in Sydney, this coming Monday, September 18th, uh, I'll be doing a work in progress show at Giant Dwarf in Sydney. It's only $10 and uh, it's just jokes that I've been doing for the last few months. It's going to be a great show. I can't wait to do it. Uh, and if you're listening, I'd love to see that. And if you are in New Zealand, why not tune into Banter? the TV show I host, on the election special, its second-to-last episode probably ever, uh, which is on Wednesday at 9.30 on the TV channel they call Duke. Absolutely. And last time I will ever mention it. Good job. I'll be on that episode. Oh, yeah, you will too. Yeah, that's going to be dynamite. Guy's going to be doing some turtle wrangling. It's going to be great. Darn tootin'. Okay. Okay. Bye, everybody. Love to you, our friends. Well, it's the friend zone. Tim and Guy come to the friend zone and have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone with Tim and Guy because making friends is the best idea of all time. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.